Cash Call, everybody, back again for another week. Dale Archdeacon and Brian Curtis bringing you cutting-edge strategies and techniques for not saying stupid things, right? Brian, is that we'll put that in the tagline, how not to say stupid things. And you know what? I'm, I'm actually having a, some mugs made up, I think some coffee mugs, because uh, we did, ran this challenge and one of my trainers wanted a coffee mug. Uh, and he's like, I want a, I want a Dale quote on there. And uh, so we'll do the like the little light bulb icon uh, for my company. And I was going to say, uh, say smart things, right? So that's pretty much what it's going to be because it's smart inside sales, say smart things. Or it should say, say smarter things. There we go. Say smarter things. I love it. So, say smarter uh, things. That's awesome. But, uh, you know, as always, we're going to do some call review today. Dale's got a call. I've got a call. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to listen to this. You know, it's funny. We, we, we have good calls and we have less good calls. We don't have any horrible calls. We just have some less good calls. So yeah. um, today, today we're going to play some. Dale's got a great one for us. And I've got one that, that I titled just for your kind of cue in here, Missed Opportunity. So not a yeah. bad thing, just missed opportunity because, you know, we want to frame things in a way that's positive. So, Dad, yeah. would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? Actually, I want to make sure that the chat is working. So I said people can chat with everyone. Hopefully we're good there. Chat is working. There we go. Thank you, Richard. Okay, cool. Uh, why don't you go first, Brian? You do, the, you do the missed opportunity and then I'll do a really good one uh, where we where these people can hear a good result. All right, so as always, give me a thumbs up when you can hear me, and we'll play this call. Maybe. <laughs> you know, my computer just didn't want to cooperate, so that's just kind of par for the course. So give me a second. We'll try it again. Hi. Hi, this is Matt Mott with Curtis Realty Group. How can I help you? Uh, I... I saw a property and I was interested to take a look at it. Okay, sure. Let me look it up real quick. Are we looking at uh, Zero Pool Circle in Bella Vista? Yes. Okay. So full disclosure, I had a conversation with this person this morning and said, hey, one of the things we don't want is silence on the line. Thank goodness it doesn't last very long. But, you know, when you're doing that silence for a minute, a minute and a half, it feels like about four hours to me listening. And I'm guessing for the person on the other end, it feels like about four hours. So yeah, take yeah. the time to what, what did, say did, this. Go ahead, Dale. What did the lead say she wanted? She wanted information about a property and she wanted and she wanted to go take a look at it. So okay. let, let, let's coach to that right now. I'll handle I want to go look at it. The answer is yes and when. So <laughs> right, that's it. I'm not trying to be, you know, challenging. Sometimes we have all kinds of complex scripts that are really developed and there's community. When somebody says yes, I'd like to go look at a house, the answer is I have time today or tomorrow, what works better for you? Or absolutely, when's a good time for you? Something along the lines, you know? And, and it's funny because Zillow teaches this, Realtor.com teaches, not just Dale and I, everybody in the industry teaches, if somebody says, I like an appointment, the answer is not talk around that. We used to call this in a lot of other sales, don't talk past the close. One of the objectives is to get this. So great, when would you like to go see it is the first answer, so. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you do that, you could just ignore that. I want some information, right? And half the time they'll forget about it anyway, because I don't want to be stuck with information. The likelihood that I can't give you the answer that you want and or reveal the fact that I'm not the listing agent is pretty high. And so I'd rather avoid questions. 
Absolutely. All right, let's listen to a little bit more of this. Again, there's lots of opportunities here. Sure, I've got it pulled up. So what, what brought you interested in this part of it? Uh, it's a great place. I saw the pictures. I liked it. So. Okay. Where are you calling? <laughs> Where are you calling? I'm from? in Bentonville. Bentonville. Okay. Yeah. Where do you currently live? Are you renting right now? No, I'm a homeowner. Okay. Are you looking to relocate or buy a second yeah. property? Okay. No. I thought that was a good question. We want to know, hey, are you looking to sell your house also, or are you just looking to buy a second property? So that was a good question. Here's yeah. the problem. I'm going to save us the expectation. We didn't set a listing appointment. So oh, we I'm asked, like, when are we, when are we going to set the appointment? <laughs> so we haven't set a buyer. We haven't set an appointment to look at the house yet. And we've also not set a listing appointment and we're not going to. So I'll, I'll keep you the suspense from that happening there. A move to the new place okay and the size being three bed three baths is that a good size for you yeah okay yeah so let me point out this again don't give people information when you ask the question does three bedroom three bath work for you is a question and it will give you some information but how about this do you have a minimum or a, a minimum number of bedrooms a minimum number of bathrooms it's a better question because yeah. what you're doing is implanting that idea that this works for you but now i don't know would they do one bedroom would they do two bedrooms would they do three i mean we don't know because we said does three bedroom three bath work for you yes it does yeah well what else works for you yeah you know what i also want to get into this man this guy's sounds like a census taker right he's just he's just going down the list of questions and he's missing a lot of opportunities to build rapport. And, you know, I'm sure he's a little bit uncomfortable because this woman is just answering the questions for him. Um, but, you know, he can take, can, he, he, I know he wants to build rapport and he thinks he's doing it with these questions. But for instance, when she said that she lives in Bentonville, uh, that was an opportunity. When she said that, oh, I'm, I'm moving to this new house, that's an opportunity to just be interested in this person. Got it. You live in Bentonville. What has you looking around down here, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be moving down there into the new home. Oh, fantastic. How did you, what, what's going to make you want to move here? How, what, what's going on that's causing you to move to our place, right? Similar concept, uh, you know, and it's just an opportunity to build rapport, to ask a question about the person, about their motivations or about what they're doing or a little bit of color around it to try and build that rapport. Yeah, and you know, Dale, I call that, and I think I may have even gotten that from you. I don't know. So after a while, all the information just becomes mine because it all melds together. You know how that goes. But, I'll let you know, you know if it ask, came from me or not. Yeah, ask the next logical question. Hey, huh. I live in Bentonville. Perfect. So what may, what intrigues you about Bella Vista? By the way, these towns are like 10 minutes apart. So, you know, what intrigues you about Bella Vista versus staying in Bentonville? Oh, I get more, I get more bang for my buck up there. I just like, like the house. I mean... But don't miss the opportunity to ask the next logical question. Yeah, I don't think next logical question was mine. We, uh, next uh, logical next step is mine, uh, but not sure. next logical question. So, but anyway, you guys understand the point. Ask the next question. Go deeper. All right. When would your schedule be available to see this property? There we go. Either now or tomorrow after five thirty after work. Okay, I can't do it today, um, but I can okay. do it tomorrow after five thirty for sure. Is it is it open that I can just go and uh, take a look at it? I was closed by 
You can definitely, yeah, you can definitely see. All I can see is that it's it's under construction, but I can't see what kind of phase it's in. Um, so no. here's another thing. Never no, chance to a house without you. <laughs> so, and, and here's the script around it. Guys, you know, you obviously can drive by a house, but it is trespassing for you to walk on a property that is not owned by you without permission. And here's the other thing. It's during the construction phase. It may be dangerous please do not go without that there's liability that comes and if i tell you you can go i have liability the, the builder have liability so no please do not do that right. something along those lines don't don't send people to a house i've seen people do this a lot with land oh yeah just go feel free to walk all over the land great now i tripped on somebody's fence and i broke my leg and i'm still in the cellar okay oh, God. because brian said i could go walk on the property it's just okay don't do that we have liability, be responsible towards that. So yeah, you can definitely uh, go by there and see. Okay. Okay, you, uh, and it's not locked, right? It's open. Say that again, I'm sorry. Uh, the home is not locked. Is it open so that we can take a look inside? Yeah, so I, I can't tell how far along in the process it is. Uh, um, it's not gonna be available until next year. And so I don't think it's very far in the process. Um, oh, wow. So it's still under construction and it's listed? It's still under construction. It's not going to be done until March of next, March 1st of next year, according to this listing. So I, I don't know what's even on the property right now. I don't know if they put footings in or if there's walls or anything like that. So, so those pictures are just their design pictures? Yeah, those are just design pictures. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, in that case, huh? Yeah. Um, let me think about it and I'll let you know. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. So that's the end of it. So let me think about it and I'll let you know. Okay. Thank you. So here's what I want to say to everybody. This is another teammate available to take them there. So Michael, I appreciate your question. Is there someone else available? Um, yes, there probably could have been. Here's the reality. It's literally a piece of dirt right now. It's not, there's nothing on that. Sometimes people list stuff in our market and call it to be, TBB to be built. That's not the important part here. The important part here is when she clearly showed that she was not interested in this house because it's too far away. Oh my gosh, here's an opportunity. This person wants to buy a house before March 1st. You know how I know that? She doesn't even want to be interested in this house anymore because it's not going to be ready until March 1st. So what does that mean? That means I need to do good discovery and then turn around and say, look, Susie, I don't remember her name. Look, Susie, you know, I'm going to send you a list of homes. I want you to take a look at it. I'm going to call you tomorrow at five o'clock, like, just like we were going to go do this appointment. We're going to go over which houses you want to go see. We'll go take a look at them. How does something like that sound to you? Take yeah. control of the conversation, do discovery, and then capture the client. So when I talked to this agent, you know, and he admitted it wasn't his best call. One of the things I said to him is, what's the objective of a phone call? And I want you guys to think about this. To me, one of the objectives of the phone call, and if you go in with this mindset, is to capture a client. That was yeah. not his objective of this phone call, and therefore he didn't accomplish that objective, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know why he let it go so easily. Uh, what I'm hearing is that this woman doesn't really know how the process works. 
She's just wasted her time inquiring about a property, about a home that doesn't actually exist. She doesn't know that it doesn't exist until she calls and, and just doesn't know how things work. And then she's like, okay, well, I'll let you know. What's going to happen is she's going to continue doing things that are wasting her time because she doesn't know how the process works. So just if you have somebody that's like pushing you off the phone, no, I'm, I'm okay. I, I'll come back. I'll let you know. Hey, listen, I appreciate that you don't want to be sold or you think you're talking to a salesperson, but you've just wasted your time because nobody's helping you. Let me help you so you don't have to waste your time with this and I can show you how to go about finding property that you can go and see and potentially move to down here and I can do it for you much faster, right? Like stay with me, just cut the, cut the, uh, just do a get real with this person if you have to, if they're like pushing you away because they just don't know how it works. So tell them. Well, and I want to say this about this agent. I agree with everything Dale said. I, I want to just say this about this agent. He closed uh, about $5 million in the last two weeks. This is nice. not a guy who sucks. He right. just had a bad phone call. And that's one of the things I want you guys to consider both as team leaders who are listening to phone calls and go, oh my God, how can this person screw up so bad? We all have bad phone calls. And then the other thing is even good people have bad phone calls and I guarantee you, he won't do that again. And so this is the opportunity. So when you listen to your own phone calls and you're like, oh my gosh, I really didn't, you know, this, it's okay. Again, I'm 100% sure that I could go back and listen to 50 of my phone calls if I had copies of them. And I would probably bash on myself just like, I'm, you know, we're talking about this gentleman. So all the whole idea is just work on getting better. And, and then we're going to do that and, you know, we'll just continue to get better. So, yep. All right, uh, let's play mine over here. Let's hear it. We'll hear. And uh, again, I want to caution everybody. This is a good call. We had a good result. So just to preface this call, uh, you can see that we're already, this is an eight minute, 25 second call. We're already four minutes and 18 seconds in. Just to fill you in on what was going on here. This is a buyer lead who is waiting on, who's doing some credit repair, waiting on his credit to get improved so that he can buy a home for his family. And uh, he's already been contacted by, uh, I don't know, maybe there was a little bit of contact between this ISA and this lead previously, but basically the ISA is following up with this person and trying to do more discovery and move the ball forward, right? So in this call, we've already gotten more discovery, and then I want you to hear what uh, she runs into with this lead. And are you working with any other agents? No, I just have one agent I'm working with. Okay, is that person someone you're, are you working with that agent? Now, so this ISA has been trained by us. She knows our four-step process for I have an agent. Paraphrase, committed, signed, benefit, right? And for anybody who's listening to this who's trained with us knows what our I have an agent process is. You can hear that she just uh, was trying to get back to the paraphrase because it caught her off guard. And so she paraphrased in a clunky way. But let's keep listening. Uh, how do you mean? Well, are you committed to that person? Yeah. You can hear her say, wait, oh, I'm on track now. Okay, are you committed, right? And so the point that I'm telling everybody is I hear our training filtered into this ISA who's gone through this multiple times, and even she got caught off guard when it popped up in communication, even though she asked the question and was you know, theoretically prepared for the answer, it still caught her off guard and it took a minute for her training to kick in. And so 
This is why, Brian, you know, when we're training people, it's like we have to practice this stuff over and over again. We can't just tell somebody once or five times or 10 times or even have them practice it once or five times or 10 times. You have to practice and practice and practice because in real life, it never comes to you the way you think it's going to come to you. 100%. It, it's a really a, a thing that I think that agents, you know, we get, I think agents get frustrated with, I need you to role play three, four, five times a week. I need you to, they're like, I got it. Well, right. I can tell you right now, 20 years later, I still make mistakes. Yes. So, you, you know, practice, 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 practice. It, it, it's so important. And what else are you practicing? I mean, this is our job, right? This is our yeah. profession. And I want to keep playing this because I want you guys to hear the wind. So again, for what we train is uh, into the face of something like that. It's paraphrase, committed, uh, signed, and benefit. Even though we haven't signed anything yet, but uh, right now it's a matter of integrity. Uh, uh, loan officers helping me, right? So um, definitely as soon as things are squared out, um, She's going to be in the picture. I don't plan on kicking her out. Okay. And uh, can you tell me what you see as benefit to working with that agent? What nice. now? Say that again. What do you see as the benefit to working with that agent? Yes. Don't you love it when you hear the training actually pop out in the conversation? I'm so excited. Uh, let's hear what the uh, So uh, to explain to everybody why we do that. So you heard the guy say, hey, right now it's a matter of integrity. This agent has been helping me. Her loan officer is helping with my credit. Now, in full disclosure, all you cash call people out there, personally, I'd be like, okay, this agent's doing a good job. I'm not going to chase this down. That's just me. Forgive me. Brian disagrees. I can tell by the look on his face. He's like, no. No, he does. Oh, you would agree? Okay. Um, I'm not going to chase a dead end. Like, and this is, you know, let me talk about that real quick. If you do plenty of lead generation, you don't have to chase dead ends. Yeah. Well, no, this is not a dead end. She wins here. My point is for me, ethically, I would feel like, hey, that agent's doing a good job. I'm not going to take the business from them. That That's how I was looking at it. So, yeah. but to celebrate this person pulling off the scripting and winning, I want to play that for everybody. Awesome. Let's listen to it. I don't know, except you tell me what benefit you can offer this, uh, you know, that is catchy and might make me want to work with you instead of her directly. The dude turned around and said, all right, sell me, right? I love isn't it. That, isn't that awesome? And then she goes and does a pitch, and I wanted to play this for her team uh, so that you can hear her articulate the value proposition. Well, I would, I need to know what's important to you. What are you looking for in an agent? Listen to her. Well, the most important thing is, of course, I'm looking for a very good deal. Uh, I'm looking for, uh, you know, my closing cost to be low, my interest rate to be low, my mortgage to be low, and uh, not to compromise the home I'm looking for or the type of home I'm looking for, right? Okay. And so when you, when you think about working with a real estate agent, you know, describe the perfect agent that would be great for you to work with. I, I don't have an answer for that. Believe me. No. My, I think my expectation is just, you know, the things I've tabled out to you, uh, those things I met, uh, as long as, you know, I give a description of what I'm looking for and this agent is able to run with my vision 
even if she run with my vision and find a home for me, but at the end of the day, the numbers are not looking like what I want. It's still not a good deal for me. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. I think what you are t telling me is that you want a good deal. Good deal meaning uh, low closing costs, low interest rate. You know, the seller is going to give you some concessions. And the agent you work with is going to have to share this vision and be a good negotiator and be able to uh, run these numbers right. Is that, that is right? Correct. Like, Absolutely. Yep. Well, before you sign anything with this other agent, I'd love to get a shot. I have a partner there in Dallas. Her name is Elizabeth. She is a tough negotiator. She okay. has. She has traditionally we get under ask uh, mm -hmm. for all of our buyers. And she has a really uh, great process she can go through so she can show you how she can share your vision. So once okay. you Sounds good. financing. Um, all right. So I just wanted to play all of that for her. She really unpacked this guy. Uh, went a little bit long on the unpacking. Uh, I would have gone straight from when she said um, the first question about what she wanted and what he wanted in a real estate agent. He answered it. I would have gone from there. She then went on again to ask, describe the perfect scenario for me. And that just kind of lengthened it out. Uh, and I don't think it needed to go that long, but taking what he said, pitching it back to him, and then closing him to meet with her partner, I think was really good. So, and I want to applaud this because I don't see enough agents do it. So what you're doing is referred to as pacing. Pacing is basically repeating back to the person what they said. So, you know, if Dale says to me, I want this and I want this and I want this and I want this. And then I pace that back to him. You know what Dale says? He says, yes, 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 yes. And then I'm closing and then I'm asking them to say yes. So perfect. Why don't we get together to, you know, with, you know, it's an ISA. So why don't we have so-and-so get together with you here later on this week? You know, yes. So that paraphrasing back, again, also called pacing, is really, really powerful. And I don't hear enough people do it. But it, it does, again, causes that yes. The other thing it does is it shows me that you listen to me. I can't repeat back what you said to me if I didn't listen to it in the first place, right? Yep. So I, it, it's such a powerful technique. And obviously, Dale did a great job training this ISA. And, um, you know, what, really a fabulous uh, opportunity to, to get a deal here. So. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. But I will say this, uh, that basically you can only polish gems and you can't polish turds. So this ISA is smart. She's a good salesperson and has a lot of experience and took our training and techniques and implemented them. Right. She was already a gem to be polished. And that's why she sounds like that versus sometimes when we have a turd and it won't take a shine. Who knew? Right. So yeah, who knew? Yeah, right. That's a great call. Like I said, it's always fun. So, Dale, there was a question in the q and I'm going to repeat it. Uh, basically, what uh, Connie's asking for, would you repeat your four phrases for I have an agent? Just, I, you know, I think it's a really important thing. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when faced with I have an agent, we just have a basic format. It's paraphrase, committed, signed, uh, benefit. And I'll just demonstrate it for you. Brian, tell me that you have an agent you're planning on working with. I've got an agent who I'm uh, planning on working with already. Oh, you have an agent you're planning on working with? Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, are you committed to that agent? Um, I mean, I think so. I mean, they, they seem to be pretty good. Uh, they showed me four or five houses and seem to do a pretty good job. Oh, okay, great. 
And have you signed anything with that agent? No, um, she didn't ask me to sign anything. She just was showing me some houses. Okay, great. So tell me this. Is there any particular benefit or advantage to working with that agent over any other agent in our market to find a home? Now, to be honest with you, I hadn't really considered it. She seemed like a nice lady and did a good job. And so I just figured I'd work with her instead of trying to find some other person who maybe I didn't gel with. Okay, got it. All right. So everybody just demonstrated it went straight down the line with uh, Brian. Uh, to demonstrate paraphrase, basically, you're just going to say back to them in a question form going up on the end, whatever they said to you. I have an agent. Oh, you have an agent? Uh, I'm planning on using my sister. Oh, you're planning on using your sister? So the paraphrase just elicits more information. Ryan didn't give me more information because that's his personality style, similar to mine. <laughs> and we just say, yeah, right? That's what I said, right? But there are a lot of the other personality styles will give you more information. They'll explain it. They'll unpack it for you. They'll give you free information that you don't have to figure out a question for. Um, and so that technique helps to get some stuff you didn't have to figure out a question for that you didn't anticipate. So that's paraphrasing. Then committed. And we ask it directly. Are you committed to that agent? And I like to say some people will go, oh, well, how committed are you to that agent? And I say, no, no, no. It's not how pregnant are you, it's are you pregnant or not, right? It's either or, black or white. There's no, no shades of gray here. You're committed or not. Are you committed to that agent? Uh, and then we ask signed uh, because in a lot of states, uh, you know, I can't approach somebody who has a, a representation agreement with a, with a lead. And then this is the key, Brian. A lot of salespeople, if they're a little bit skilled, might start pitching themselves. Oh, well, you should work with us and blah, 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 blah. But we ask, what's the benefit to working with that agent or advantage? Notice the way that I had phrased it was, Brian, is there a particular benefit or advantage to working with that agent over any other one in our market? And you know what I'm trying to find, Brian, is do you have a reason? What are your reasons for working with that agent and how strong are they? What do I have to sell against? Well, and also I want you to think about this, everyone who's listening, is that I might not have you know, what's the statistic? 62% of people work with the first agent they meet with in person, right? So why am I working with this person? There's a real, there's a 62% chance it was just the first person who I met in person. I mean, right. And so maybe I haven't even considered that was benefits to working with a particular agent. I didn't, for me, honestly, you know, I can tell you when I bought my last house before I was an agent, I don't remember even how I found the agent. It was a nice guy and we went, we looked at some houses and yeah, this was my guy. It was nothing like, you know, oh, I did some research. I went through this and I'm looking for this. And so, you know, that that question coupled with the question that she asked during that interview of curiosity, what are you looking for in an agent? I don't know. I never even considered I should I, someone who can open the door was what I was thinking. And this person opened the door for me. And, you know, so, you know, back to, you know, Dale talked about ethics there. And I agree. I, I would probably have walked away from that person somebody's put a lot of time energy and effort into that lead still a great job by the isa no no criticism of that but i'm great on the job same way the like, you know because i've done the same thing where i've put hours i've coached people through all these different things and then you know they go buy a fisbo and you want to yank all the remaining hair i have out left so but nonetheless <laughs> yeah. go, ahead. go ahead you finish your point and then i'll make something yeah, just nonetheless, let's make sure we're asking those questions. What's the benefit? And then what are you looking for an agent? Two very, very, very powerful questions. Yeah, I was going to say about that ethics question. I think that you and I are in a little bit of a different position now. Like 
I don't have to I don't have to win that guy's business to, you know, pay the rent. You know what I'm saying? Or pay the mortgage. But back in the day, believe me, if it came down to my paycheck or your paycheck, it was going to be my paycheck if it had to be, right? I'm sorry, but one of us, if only one of us is going to eat, I'm definitely going to the mat to make sure it's me. But, you know, in training now, uh, like even then, honestly, if, if the example that you get, gave, right, Brian, you said in our little role play, you said, well, she's shown me several houses and yeah, she seems like she's really nice. I probably would have just said, hey, are you are you really happy with her service and do you feel like she can do a great job for you? And if you had said yes to that, I'd have been like, okay, great. Well, if that changes, please reach out to me. And I would have moved on to the next one. Yeah, and I might even follow up that with, hey, I'll follow up with you here in a week or so to see how it's going. Um, because sometimes things turn sour. Sometimes the agent no-shows them. Sometimes the agent doesn't return their phone calls. In which case, I want that client. I deserve that client because they're not getting the, the, the service that they do. And so I'm going right. to kind of leave my final thoughts today with this. And I've been coaching to this a lot because I think it's important. So I want you, everyone who's listening to think about this. Is there a better agent in your market than you? And here's what I mean by that. I don't mean that there's not someone who's just as good. But is there anybody who's going to work significantly harder? Is there anybody who's going to do better research? Is there anybody who's going to, you know, do their job better than you? And by the way, the answer better be no to that, or you might, you know, reassess what you're doing. But if the answer is no to that, I want to ask you the same flip side of that question. Is there a whole bunch of agents in your market who will not do as good a job of you? And if there is, that is a good reason to sell hard. And what I mean by that is I went into every appointment assuming that if they didn't work with me, they were going to get one of the 80% of agents who were not very good. And I don't yeah. think that my client, potential clients deserve that. So really help around my mindset. Um, and, and the other thing I want to add before I, I've got a lot of stuff to add today is, you know, when we ask that question, do you have an agent? Most of the time people are like, oh, I've worked with this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, in which case means you need to work with me because you've worked with, with two to three other agents and they did not convince you to work with them. And therefore they're not doing their job. So that's another thing that I always look at. If you told me, you're, you know, I called a couple of listing agents. I want to some open house. They'll know you need to be my client. You need someone who's going to help you. Absolutely. You heard it right from Brian Curtis's mouth, everybody. Be arrogant. Think that you are the end-all be-all, similar to how Dale views himself in the world, right? Uh, so do a little more Dale. Be the best, right, Brian? What were you going to say? I'm going to reframe arrogant to confident. <laughs> there we go. I just call it arrogant. I'm like, yeah, I'm just arrogant. That's fine. I know everything. Uh, anyway, all right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Come back next week and learn something new. Thanks, everybody.